Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one poor fire safety moment at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson and I am recovering from a cold, so apologies. And we're talking about Minute 66 today, which starts with... Execute Minute 66. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It wrong, is Star Wars season, wrong, I guess. Wrong franchise. Uh, it starts with Gandalf, who was looking up at Pippin turning to watch some guards pass and trying to act a little nonchalant and ends with a beacon igniting on a faraway peak. And how. It's beautiful. We hope you guys had a very happy holiday season. Yes. We have returned with the king. The return of the return of the king. (laughs) Yes. For the first time. Uh, Second time. The return of the return. Oh, yes. Because there will be a second return of the return. Yes. Well, the... Wouldn't the first time, like, when we started Return of the King, because we are returning with Return of the King? Oh, that's with Return of the King. Yeah, this is the return of the Return of the King. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Prepositions. Uh, Yes. Uh, Before we kind of (laughs) talk about this minute, there are actually two things from the last batch of minutes that we kind of got caught up on other things and glossed over. So the last thing that was ever filmed for the trilogy was last week. What? The last bit of footage. What was it? That guy that sees the orc boats gets hit with the arrow and falls down the stairs. That's the very last thing? Yeah, that was one of the lead stunt coordinators. Uh, and they're just like, hey, do you want to do one on screen as the last thing we we're going to film? And then they yeah. went and had their party. Do you want to do a take? <laughs> so he like he took the arrow, he fell down the stairs, and then they had their, their end of shooting party. Wow, that's awesome. Was he like in costume still? <laughs> uh, I don't know. He just... He's like drinking champagne with like an arrow sticking out of him. Just like, hey, look at this. Uh, And the other thing, uh, a cameo that's pretty awesome actually is the guy that was handing out the spears as the soldiers all went by. Yeah. Last week, uh, two weeks ago, I guess. Uh, Last time we. Last time we were here. Yeah. uh, Was Tolkien's great, great grandson. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah. They hadn't had a, they hadn't had a whole lot. Of communication with the Tolkien estate through the making of most of the movie, uh, of the movies, and uh, Tolkien's great grandson really liked Fellowship and saw Two Towers and reached out to be like, "Hey, is there anything you can fit me in for for a cameo?" And they're like, "Absolutely, of I course we can." I wish I was a famous person. I could just or the son of a famous person or right, daughter the des- of a famous person, the descendant of a famous person. Yeah, and they're just like, "Hey, can I get a cameo in your movie?" And like, of course you can. Yes, come I on in. That spear guy. Here, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Uh, I kind of bring up those. Do you think he died? We I never don't know. see him again. Right. So we assume he did. <laughs> uh, I brought up cameos, and this minute we have another cameo from one of the the big deals in the visual effects department at Weta. Uh, Christian Rivers is the Gondorian soldier with the long, flowing black hair. Oh, yeah. He he looks kind of like a rock star. Yeah, he does kind of look like a rock star. They they rock star, not store. Rock star. My, yeah. my words. Uh, <laughs> words are hard. It's okay. We understand. They, in in the the design commentary, they kind of, they they just kind of brush it off as just ah oh, that that 
that performance, the guy who's kind of looking at a pillar. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> this one without the helmet? No, Christian. They're like making fun of Christian on the design right, commentary. Right. Is he this one without the helmet? No, he's, they, the, he's the one. Yeah, he's the one without the helmet. They with both long, have long really long hair. Yeah, he's the one without the helmet. The The director of Mortal Engines. Ah, I heard that was a... Uh... A movie that was made. <laughs> That's pretty much what I heard about it. It's like, this exists. This sure was a movie. Yep. This sure was put to film and then sent to theaters. That's too bad. Oh, shoot. Why am I blanking on his name? You're going to laugh at me when I finally... You go weaving? Yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you go weaving was in that, right? I thought so. He's probably the bad guy. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, Christian Rivers, there he is with his incredibly well-kept hair. I know. Oh, my God. What does God, Gondor have gorgeous. for shampoo? Gondor's got some secret. They got some they got stuff some... like that makes me miss my long hair, but I I find that I miss my shorter hair because it's like mid length right now, and I don't know what I want to do with it. They joke about almost burning the set down too when well, they were yeah. filming this because uh, they really set some fire. Wow! They, they actually set the beacon thing on fire. The one that he's standing on. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, when they pull away, um, you can tell that it's CG fire, or at least I can. Looking yeah. at this still. That's funny. I think it's accented because they, uh, Barry Osborne talks about them nope, taking. that's real fire, all right. <laughs> that's real fire. There's an accelerant in there. Oh they, uh, God. they talk about, Barry Osborne talks about in the commentary that they just filmed this thing burning all the way down and like really coming to light uh-huh. and then use those elements to add CG in CG to, to all the other beacons in the scene. Oh, so it's cool. actually elements of the same original beacon fire that are used for all the beacons. That's neat. Kind of poetic. Except right? for one of them. There's one of them that they actually set on fire also in the wide shots. Because mm. it was a real beacon. That's uh, But that's that's tomorrow. But yeah, this was a real flaming beacon. Billy Boyd set this thing on fire. Yeah. And then he stood there and then they did a bunch of takes of him climbing down and like starting to climb down the rock face a little bit. And then he had to climb back up and like do it again to do multiple takes uh-huh. to get a shot of him escaping the flames pretty much and like panicking and getting out of there. Yeah. But then they didn't use any of it that they shot other than him, like, doing his initial sort of comedic panic. Like, oh, oh, God, it's fire. That's oh, I, fire. I did it. Oh, I did it. Oh, no. <laughs> That's funny. So, okay. Once again, I have questions. This There is open flame above a basin of oil. Yes. No. Why, like, first of all. Why would you do that? And they must replace it. They must. Often. So. Because, okay, Pippin climbs up this this pile of wood that's probably been sitting here for, like, hundreds of years. They have to point. replace the wood. They have to. I don't know. It looks super dry. Yeah, but they have to replace the wood every so often. I, I can't believe that they don't. Also, how is it so dry when there's no walls? I don't know. Maybe the climate of Gondor is very arid. I maybe, there's but like I mean, there's snow capped like mountains. There's like a big plain, but there's like snow capped mountains and stuff up here. Yeah, but like that doesn't mean that it's humid. And if it's really arid, then you just we just increase the questioning of of the agricultural setup of Gondor and how they feed everybody. Right? Yeah. Is it like do they mostly eat seafood? I have a lot of questions about that. Well, that would make sense because the capital was at on a river. So you will you will also notice, as you're pointing out, that there is an open flame above a basin of oil, that the roof over the beacon is, is wood. wood. Yeah. Which I suppose in an emergency where you would light the beacon, you, you don't care that much that the roof is going to go up with it. That's true. But then, like, 
what if some of the surrounding area catches fire? Like a piece of burning wood falls down below? Right. Because the whole city can't be stone. Like, I imagine some of the lower circles, the um, the structures are are wooden. They, there are definitely other buildings we see with, like, wooden roofs. Yeah. I don't know if we ever see a fully wooden building during any... I, I don't think we've seen a fully wooden building in any of the shots so far running around in Minas Tirith. Yeah, because they don't focus on the poor people, Norman. I mean, even in Gandalf's runaround. Right. Gandalf's just like, okay, bye. I got a fake king to talk to. But why would you keep open flame above a giant basin of a flammable liquid? Above above a, a giant pile of dry wood. Exactly. It seems foolish. It is very foolish. Why do you have open flame in this area at all? Right, you're just begging for an accident to happen and light the beacon and then make Rohan think there's an emergency. Right. And then the Rohirrim show up and they're just like, what's going on, guys? What's all this then? Nothing. <laughs> so nothing. Go, uh, my bad. Whoops. There was a stiff breeze and it knocked the the lamp over into our basin of oil. <laughs> the great Gondorian fire of, 30, <laughs> of 3434. Uh, just. Oh my God. Yeah. This is not safe. Not in the least. And then the rope is super old and frayed. And yeah, it breaks. Pippin just putting a little bit of his weight a on the edge of the of oil basin causes the rope to snap. Which I understand it needs to be easy to light in case of an emergency. But also just like... Have the basin of oil not under the thing. Just like pick up a picture, a couple pictures of oil and throw them on the beacon and then light it. I was going to say, in an emergency, just have one of your archers light their arrow on fire and, sh- and light it that way. Uh, without an accelerant, even really dry wood that, like, this appears to be would take a very long time to light. Really? Yeah. Especially, like, the just from a single point somewhere on it. The The advantage to, like, spreading oil on it is that you just set a bunch of it up at once. And if it's really dry wood, it's just going to take. Yeah. And it's, like, packed with kindling in between every layer. Right, right. They did the rope thing, too. They talk about it in the commentary. To sell the idea that this has been here a while and it's never really been used. Yeah. This rope is just a piece of crap because like, we, okay. we, never, we never do anything with this. Even having the oil above the wood, that makes sense. Just like with like a pulley system, you just tug on a rope and then it um, splashes everywhere. Why do you have open flame? Uh, you shouldn't. There should If you're going to have open flame up here, it should be on the other end where those guys are. Exactly. Which they have. They have a little cook fire. I question their ability to do their jobs as guards. I question the the... All of this. <laughs> but they don't notice when the oil falls and splashes. They don't notice until the flame has climbed high. Yeah. Well, They're that just, one guy what? was drinking, so like... Right? At Christian Rivers. Because he was no, the one I sitting down. No, I thought the down. helmet guy was drinking. The helmet guy was the guy walking back oh, and forth. Oh, yeah. That is true. It's lunchtime. Yeah, Pippin looks right at them, and he's just like, oh, man, I did a good. Now I gotta get down. He smiles, and he looks down, and then he's not smiling. Yeah. And Gandalf is so proud in this moment. Yes, he is. He's a proud dad. He almost fist pumps. He's just like, yes. like <laughs> Hope is kindled. I like um, that shot, the very, very brief shot of Denethor that we get. Because it's kind of like anti-Gandalf. And he's so mad. He's so mad. Um, the light is like, there's like hardly any light. Um, like, cause Gandalf, like he's in this white stone city, he's wearing white, he has the white hair. And then you have Denethor like peering out of his like goblin cave or whatever, like his, his, his dungeon almost. Yeah, his it looks dungeon like. of, of emotions and, and madness. 
and it's it's dark and there's like the the grate, and there's like metal the rather grating. than stone yeah yeah, yeah look at like <laughs> where is he that he's just like creeping i i don't know the top of a tower somewhere because i guess that this is stone but it's really dark it kind of looks like metal i don't know that it is it might be it it looks more metallic it's, it looks to like me. the top of columns yeah but if those are the top this is a very short room yeah so they're definitely not. There's more to this space. They look kind of metallic to me. They do to me too. Maybe it's the weathering on them. Mm. But they're kind of shiny too. Like they look a little worn. Yeah. Like the paint's chipping off of them. We don't really get a good look at it, but I like the contrast of like Gandalf's like, yes, just like out in the open. And then Denethor is <sighs> pulling away from the camera, like retreating into his... Into the darkness. Into this darkness, Yeah. And he's, like, surrounded by black stone slash metal. He's got, like, his darker hair. He's got his darker um, outfit. I like the contrast of that. Yes, he's the anti-Gandalf. Yeah. His opposite in every way. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I like this shot because he's this, just like, ah, that wizard. This is this very dour old man. Uh-huh. <sighs> Pippin is so proud of himself. I love it. He's like frowning. He's frowning so hard. He's trying to get the corners of his mouth to touch the ground. What a good friend. Pippin. Oh, not not Denethor. Pippin. <laughs> yeah, Pippin. Pippin doing his job. He's doing as he was told. He's like, oh, oh, that's fire. <laughs> that is a lot of fire. Do you think these guys got executed? Denethor. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. Had some guards go up there. Yeah. Uh, pitch them Ex- off. Execute Order sixty six. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Do you think these guys, like, do you think they just lost their jobs or did they lose their heads? They lost, yeah, probably lost their heads. That's rough. Denethor has gone crazy enough, I think, that they lost their heads. Yeah? Yeah. Where does Pippin go? Oh, he's climbing down the rock face. Yeah, he's climbing back down the way he came. That's... So it's going to take him hours. I know, what the heck? Well, it's easy. No, it's harder to go down. Down, yeah. What a good climber he is. Wow, yeah. That fills me with anxiety. Yeah. He was almost lit on fire, and now he has to climb down a rock face again. Poor Pippin. Ugh. Pippin's Gandalf, why? Dead. Yeah, Pippin, Pippin, it's not even lunch, it's barely lunchtime. Pippin well, has had a be, long day. It must be lunchtime. Could be breakfast. I don't know. I feel like these guards break, their fast, break their fast with the dawn. It's their second breakfast. Yeah, it must be like 11 o'clock or something. Yeah. Madness madness i tell you yeah we'll we'll talk about the practicalities of this beacon system anyway <laughs> the next couple days you know what this always reminds me of mm. you know that scene at the very beginning of disney like the animated mulan where it's like now all of china knows you're here oh at the, at the end you mean yeah because they light the lamp on the wall and it's yeah. just like everyone goes yeah because the the what is it, the hums yeah she uses the no the... no no that that random guard like the they're scaling the wall and then there's that fight and then he manages to light the beacon and then all the beacons go up the wall and he's just like now all of China knows you're here and then he like dies that thankless soldier mm. yeah that's what this reminds me of <laughs> just these thankless people that light the beacons yeah good job guys yeah, well do... not good job guys but. Uh... For these guys in particular. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you think Gandalf knows, like, the weight, like, how many souls, like, he's damned to for his machinations? Like, 
Because these guys died. Like, that's my headcanon. I think I think Denethor is evil enough to be like, no, screw these guys. They're dead now. I would never have ordered this off with their heads. Yeah, this is treason. As far as Denethor is concerned, this is treason. Do you think Gandalf is, like, aware? Do you think Gandalf cares? How many souls weigh upon his soul? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. At least two. At least two. (laughs) He got these guys killed. And he asked Pippin to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Poor guys. Why am I laughing? (laughs) Because it's just ridiculous. All right. I don't know. I think it's funny that, like, it's it's an awesome kick-ass moment. But, like, dude, these guys are dead. At the very least, these guys are now homeless and jobless. At the very least. What will happen to his gorgeous hair? It ruins. <laughs> You'll have to sell it. <laughs> oh anyway, we're from the website, <laughs> DuelingGenre.com. Go check out the rest of the Dueling Genre podcasts on there. And if you'd like to lend us your support, you can go to DuelingGenre.com slash support and subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. For just a dollar a month, you get access to Scott Pilgrim versus the World Minute. Scott Pilgrim versus, versus the, the Minute. minute. Uh, and... It scales up from there for access to different things. So go check that out if you're interested in supporting the site as a whole. And we'll be back tomorrow to talk about Minute 67. Execute Order 66. Bye! Bye.